tell them, first of all, it's easy to design a right, that's why you already got it. I guess, I guess I was muted. I didn't know. I was wow. <laughs> well, you know, uh, so we are back tonight um, with another episode of Pain Reality. So, yes, we did not go live last week, but um, we, we had to move. We did. We, we moved. moved. We got resettled, realigned. This re is a totally different background. It is. Actually Same couch, different wall. The wall is actually different. It is. The wall is different. Um, but we, you know, we had to take that time to kind of get set up. Like, first of all, you had me do the whole entire house. What does that mean? You didn't help me unpack. You didn't help you... me set up nothing. Oh my goodness. Don't be telling people that. You didn't. Don't be telling people that. Yes, he, I did. He, I mean, okay. I'm going to give him his props because he did actually move everything, all the heavy stuff with you know thankful for everybody who actually pitched in and helped. shout out Todd shout out um what's his name? Samson. Samson yeah yes uh what's Samson's son's name <laughs> David shout out David he helped too he did he actually he did. really did help. we gotta get him his coat back I told I Samson right. you had his coat <laughs> yes he looked um, at me like yeah yeah he I don't coat. think they even realized his coat was gone no he didn't oh, okay yeah so we are officially moved, settled in, unpacked, a um, few little finishing touches, you know, that, you know, as the woman I'll be doing. But other than that, um, we're good to go to get back on track, um, coming on weekly. Um, actually, you know, it might better serve to do bi-weekly, though. Why? I don't know. Okay. I just, I just feel like, you know, maybe bi-weekly. So, but in any case. Um, I mean, bi-weekly could be cool. That could be cool. Change your mind up quick, huh? I mean, I didn't say, I didn't, I wasn't against it before. I just asked why. Okay. Well, we might do that. So, in any case, um, the last time we went live, we mm -hmm. actually talked about um, rebuilding trust, what that, <laughs> what that means. Um, and so um, we got some good comments. Um, and one of the things that that came up throughout that whole conversation that we had that night was forgiveness. And I felt like the the only way you could rebuild trust after trust has been broken um, in your marriage was you had to forgive. And so when we were talking later, trying to figure out what we were going to talk about, um, Forgiveness was the natural conversation that, you know, that we wanted to, to dive into, because as I said on that show, I feel like at some point in your marriage, you're going to have to forgive your spouse for something, um, especially the longer you're married. I just feel like it, it comes up, um, you know, sometimes they might do something and they might not even know they did it. Um, but it affected you in a way that you you had to think about forgiveness. So um, we're going to talk about it tonight. We're going to delve into forgiveness in your marriage and what that looks like. Um, but I had an amazing idea to invite a couple on uh, to actually have this conversation with us. Um, so we are going to um, add the moles into this conversation. Um 
because we want to delve in and we wanted to have the perspective of another couple um, to have this conversation with us. So I am going to bring them on what I always term the stage. Without further ado, without, as they say. Without further ado, we're going to add the moles in. Hey, guys. <laughs> hello, hello. Hi, hi. How are you guys? We are good. I, I said, I'm nervous. <laughs> don't be, don't be. I mean, you gets on here all the time and I just be like, oh, for one who never talks. Oh my gosh. Like, um, one, congratulations on moving. I didn't even I didn't think about it. Come on, Sam Couch, new wall. Yep. New wall. New wall. Woo <laughs> Oh, yes. Um, so can you, you guys tell us a little bit about yourselves, how long you've been married, kids, all that good stuff? Ha, ha, ha. You want to do that? Come it. back. Where you go? Hi. <laughs> My name is Mike. He just put on lotion. So, so we have been married. Um, be telling my business what I did off camera. Sorry. I moved off camera on purpose. You see this? Yep. Forgive me. So, no, don't worry. Just wait till I get to talking about <laughs> forgiveness. I might need some after this show. <laughs> anyway, so we have been married for four years. Awesome. Um, we have five children. Our baby just turned two. Oh, he sure did, didn't he? Yeah. The day after his birthday. He turned two, and yeah. our oldest is 18. And so we have uh, some more in between. Um, yeah. we have a nice we have Wait, we, let me we correct are something. We have five. Oh my I Lord. have six. Let's just get it correct. Okay. Thank yeah. you. We are a very blended family. Yes. We're actually gonna do a show. Blended um, and blessed. Yep. We're doing that. Like, I'm going to actually figure out some other couples because um, blending, you know, and blessed is, you know, the end goal. Um, but it's rough. It can yeah. be it can be rough. Um, and so I actually do want to have that um, conversation as well. Um, some of those humps that some of us had to climb to get to the we happy and blessed, <laughs> blessed part. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I'm gonna invite y'all back when we do that. We we talked about it at one point, but it was more funny, haha. It was me and you thinking about some of our times. But I actually want to dive into you know mm. the stuff that some people just don't talk about when we're talking about blended family. So right. Um, but yeah, so I'll, I'll do that. Come on, um, next live. You know right. <laughs> So um, as we said, we are going to uh, talk about forgiveness tonight, y'all. Um, I think that is a conversation, especially when you think about marriage. Um, that's one of those conversations that just has to be had because um, a lot of times I feel like people bury their hurts and stuff in marriage because you want to keep the peace, which I think fosters unforgiveness. Um, and so when we had that conversation about um, trust, you know, that was that thing that um, kept coming up. Um, it kept coming up when we were talking about trust, um, that everybody was talking about forgiveness and, oh, you got to forgive. And, you know, a lot of people ask us, well, how do you forgive? What is really forgiveness? How do you know you truly forgave somebody? Mm -hmm. um, so that's kind of what we're going to um, 
kind of what we're going to talk about. So our first question that I, um, that will you be actually coming up with the uh, questions? Did you say what's up to Marcus? <laughs> Hello, Marcus. Hi, Marcus. <laughs> what up, Mark? It, it you know who that is? went that way. Um, so um, we wanted to discuss like, what does forgiveness really mean? Um, you know, in your own personal opinion, like what does forgiveness mean? Y'all can go first and then I'm going to have you go. Well, uh, forgiveness, the way I equate forgiveness is uh, like uh, the way that I would say that God forgives us. That's how I look at it. I try to be that way. So, like, a lot of times we say we, like, something, had, something bad happened, somebody did something bad to you, then you say, I forgive you, but I, I don't I forget it. Forget. You know what I'm saying? So I think that, in a sense, you have to almost forget the act. Yeah. Because if not, you kind of cling to it always in the back of your mind, or you keep bringing it up. Even though you may not say it, and y'all know women is good for this. Let me tell you they may not say it, but in the back of their mind of thinking, I remember last time you did, and last mm -hmm. time then you do something. So it's it's uh it's where you actually forgive the act and forget it all over. I mean, and now granted, that's easier said than done in most cases, but if you can bring yourself to actually forgive and forget it, I think it can strengthen your relationship and it can it actually I know it will strengthen a relationship. But it, I think it'll uh, build the bond between the husband and the wife a little bit better. But you have to be able to get to that point that when something happens, you don't got to keep putting it in the index of the bad things that happen and keep bringing it up a past history of what has happened. Because mm -hmm. if you get upset and it comes back out again, I mean, you never really let that go. Right. Right. You you still was holding on to that. So right. For my in in my view, so uh, it's not forgiving keeping a, a and forgetting. Wrong. Yeah, yeah. Don't keep a record around. Plus, you know, if you get answer. biblical, <laughs> the Bible says, yeah. our, our sin is as scarlet, and he has washed as white as snow. So in that, in that sense, you know, when you wash something white as snow, you know, it's pure. And you can't. You oh, can't. my God. Okay. Cut it. <laughs> Beautiful guys, <laughs> you don't cut that man off like that. Hey, you see this? It's cool, yeah, brother. Here, I can't do. I can't do my normal. I'm. A, I'm. gonna behave. Anime. Anime. You better know. You sing for the other people. Anime. You better. Oh my god. You better sing anime. Well, I kind of feel this the the same way. Um, as far as um forgiveness, it reminds me of like deliverance, where it mm -hmm. don't have an effect on you. Um, because I mean, when you, when you forgive anybody, anybody for wrongdoing or offense, which is the number one thing I feel, um, or just, just anything when that thing no longer bothers you or like get your skin crawling and your blood boiling, you know what I mean? I, I feel like you've truly forgiven that person, um, giving them a clean slate. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. Hello, Kimmy. So uh Marcus said to completely forgive someone is very difficult, like his stages of forgiveness. Um it, it can be. 
No, I mean, I, I actually, um, I agree. Um, so for me, I, I think forgiveness. Um, oh, I like, thought you was going to let me go. Oh, yeah, go ahead. Nope, go, go ahead. first. <laughs> go ahead. Because I don't want you to forget what you was thinking. Go ahead. Uh, for go ahead. me, like, when I think of what what does that mean, like, I've always equated forgiveness when I'm truly praying for somebody. Um, not the little skinny prayers, if you will, but, like, truly <laughs> praying that that person get everything that God has for them um, with sincerity. Um, that's when I know I've managed to get to that point of forgiving someone. Um, because like you said, like if my skin crawl every time I look at you or see you in passing or even scroll on Facebook and happen to see something you posted or you tagged in, I'd be like, Ugh. then I know I haven't truly uh, forgiven. So um, when I feel like I've really reached that that means to me that I'm praying for that person, that I'm 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 literally in prayer like I would anybody else um, wanting God's absolute best for that person. Yeah. That, that for me is OK. You've reached forgiveness at that point. So. I need you back. That's fine. I need it. Um, ditto what everyone said. You can do <laughs> Um, no, but I mean, y'all pretty much summed it up. I just think like, um, I, I don't think that you ever really forget, you know what I mean? Like what somebody did or what happened, but like y'all said, being able to, um, no longer allow that to like be a part of what defines your relationship. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So like when I was, when Rand, when Randy was saying, um, basically like your skin don't crawl or you don't react to it like that's what i thought is like i'm no longer triggered by that that type of like even if it was something that hey these are the things that were like red flags or warning signs that led up to whatever hurt mm -hmm. i'm no longer triggered by those things you know what i mean so um whatever they are they no longer make me like put me in that space of what's going on or like okay i remember when yeah you know what i'm saying mm -hmm. so um, just, just making that choice to, I mean, I guess not dwell on it, I would say, or. So when you say, um, you never truly forget, uh, what do you mean? Um, I mean, I know what you mean, but like, just from a, that? from a natural standpoint, like just as human beings, like there's some things that you forget in, in life. And then there's other mm -hmm. things that you, so like just naturally, you may never forget what happened. So in some senses, it's like, okay, I, I remember what happened, but I put it in my subconscious or like I push it so far back on the back burner that it's like, that ain't even my first thought when something comes up. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So like, I'm not saying like, oh, well, because sometimes people do forget or, you know what I mean? Yeah, like they're yeah. so engulfed in everything else that's going on. And it's like, yeah, I, I didn't even remember that that happened. Yeah. You know I mean, mean? I, I think that's true. I think some people get to that. Yeah. I think most people can actually get there. Um, but, you know, people have done stuff to me and I'd be like, oh, when'd that happen? Right. You know, I, I, I really, and that's another level of true forgiveness when you like, oh, you did that. Oh, yeah. I, I completely forgot that even happened. Yeah. 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 With a little bit of forgetfulness. <laughs> <laughs> right. 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 So Marcus said, from personal experience, forgiveness ha has based on the level of hurt I've endured. 
it's harder for men to forgive and forget because when we get hurt, it hurts. Yeah, well. But I think that can go both ways too. Same with women. I mean, us being emotional beings, mm-hmm. you know, you, I mean, we, we pack it on and you hurt us. It, it, you know, in some cases it can take a, a while too. So I don't necessarily feel like it's just for men. Um, I feel like it is, it can be, it can be challenging though for men to forgive because I think it's a lot of humility involved in mm-hmm. forgiving. And yeah, you don't look like no sucker. Man, you know that man pride. I mean, yeah. let's, I mean, let's, let's I mean, be completely I, I, honest. I like, I mean, just hypothetically, like, if 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 your if your spouse is cheating on you and family or people know about it, you know what I'm saying? As a guy, and you like, well, I'm choosing to stay. Oh, you a simp. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like that could be people's response. And as a guy, you like, well, hold wait, on. that squirrel. No. <laughs> Squirrels in my pants. What simp. you just say, simp? Never mind. Yeah. It's a TikTok thing. Sorry. Oh Lord. Yeah. No, I mean, but I, I did. I think that I think women. Um, I think honestly, I think women because they tend to be so emotional. Um, and I don't know. Maybe because we're women, we do see that differently, but women tend to be more emotional. So I do think sometimes even for women, um, for us, a lot of things are tied into our emotions when we're dealing with people. Um, and so because we tend to be emotional, I think it is, in my opinion, it might be harder for women to actually kind of to, to forgive on that standpoint. Um, and I don't know, I guess I'll say it this way. Men have this ability and this is just dealing with you. Well, this ain't a bad thing. That was like two weeks ago. Why are you still mad? Hold on, I've said that before. Yes, oh, <laughs> but, no, but I, I, don't... I forgot, Mike. <laughs> hey, hey, I've been there. Trust me. But what I'm saying is, I'm still remembering things right, right, that y'all right. are like. Oh, okay, that was. It so... ain't that big a deal. See, as men, once we get over something, generally we over it. It's it's done. It doesn't matter anymore. So, like a lot of times with women, if you bring it back up. We looking at you like, oh, here we go again. Like I thought we was done with this. No, yeah. you know. So, and a lot of times, what I was gonna say is, forgiveness is also tied to sometimes. In order to forgive the other person, you have to first forgive yourself for feeling. Sometimes you might feel guilty or something that something happened, or you let something happen, or you didn't do something you should have, or whatever the case may be. So sometimes, and being able to forgive and forget a situation, you have to be able to re- forgive yourself. Let so, it, let it... go ahead. My fault. No, I was you cool, but I was just gonna say you just gotta sometimes get that off of you because uh, you holding on to it. Like, okay, I can give you a prime example. I was mad at my uh, birth mother for years, up until I was like twenty five years old. And I was feeling like, you know, she did this and did that, woo-doo-woo, left me and all that stuff. And But I was really mad because I felt like I was missing everything that everybody else was getting because I seen what everybody else was going through. So then I started saying that it was like my fault. I wasn't, you know, the kid I should have been. I should have done more. I should have did this. Or whenever something went wrong in my family, I would blame myself for not being the one who could fix it. You know what I'm saying? And finally, I got, like I said, I got older. And it hit me like, 
well, you got to forgive yourself. And then it makes it easier for you to forgive everybody else. Yeah. Because if you don't know how to forgive yourself for stuff you done, because you know you do something crazy, you'd be hard on yourself. Like I said, you normally you harder on yourself than anybody, and you take it and you internalize it, and you think about it day and day and day. You gotta learn how to let that go, and then you can deal with the situation a lot better when you don't have that stress and that in the back of your mind. Yeah, yeah, that's true. So what I what I was going to say is I I totally agree. But what is the what does the dynamic look like when that person maybe doesn't even understand that they um, need to forgive themselves? You know what I'm saying? Like when stuff stuff goes on and the person is just like, no, I don't need to for-. like, you know, what I mean, I don't yeah, need to forgive yeah. myself. Like then what then what does the dynamic look like? So before you answer, Mike, because um, I actually agree uh, wholeheartedly, um, because when I when I'm working with women who've been in domestic violence situations or even who've been uh, sexually assaulted, that's part of the conversation we actually end up having is because somewhere, although I'm, I can sit here and tell you it wasn't your fault. This mm-hmm. thing happened to you. Most people, when, when stuff like that happened or some type of something hurt like that, they take on a responsibility that somehow because of something I did, right. I did something. You know, even if literally you didn't do anything. And so sometimes it does start with, I got to forgive myself for whatever my thought process is. Oh, I was sexually assaulted. Let me, I got to forgive myself because you know what? They told me not to go there. Mm -hmm. They said, maybe that's not safe. Maybe you shouldn't go there. Mm -hmm. And I went anyway. So then now I've, I've taken on the blame that if I had to listen, this horrible thing wouldn't have happened to me. And so first, let me forgive myself. Because I, I feel responsible okay. and it's easier to say, OK, once I can forgive myself and then continue to have that conversation mm-hmm. that you really, truly aren't responsible for the choices right. that someone else made that affected you in such a way. Um, but that conversation has I had that conversation all the time that people really have to forgive themselves for the thought process that somehow this is my fault, mm-hmm. even if it literally is not. Okay. So sometimes the forgiveness for yourself can be like for your thought process. Yep, your thought process. Because, okay. um, I mean, Definitely. think about it. Your thoughts, your thoughts, I had you messed up like gotcha, uh, gotcha. Uh, real bad. All right. So what did he ask? Um, he said, would forgiveness also be based on the healing process? Definitely. I, you I, cannot, I, I, would, I would almost venture to say that you cannot Fully forgive someone until you first have conquered the hurt that they caused you. Because yeah. if not, you're going to keep enduring it over mm-hmm. and over and over. Mm-hmm. So it's going to take you to absolutely be able to get rid of that hurt and get over the hurt, not tuck it away, not you know mm-hmm. anything else. You have to get through it. And then you'll see that you know there's the light at the end of the tunnel. Like, okay, now I can move forward. Now we can grow. Now we can talk about this because, you know, the worst thing to do first and foremost is to have a conversation when you emotionally too emotionally involved in the conversation. So that's not going to be good anyway. Mm -hmm. Uh, And especially like some, I can't speak for everybody, but me, sometimes I like to say stuff just to like piss you off because I'm pissed. So it's like, and then you'd be thinking, then you'd be wanting forgiveness for what you just said then. Like, oh, I can't even believe I just said that now. What was I thinking? But you can't let you can't let on. You got to keep that guy stay strong. But uh, so if you don't let yourself heal and, and let that situation uh, 
uh, take care of itself. It go back to that saying I think somebody said where they said unforgiveness is like taking poison and waiting on somebody else to die. Mm-hmm. So if you if you hold on to that, you just if you haven't healed, you just sitting there holding that poison, and, yeah. and it, it's not helping you. It's, it's only gonna keep bringing you down. So you have to heal first, and then you'll be able to forgive. And that and that's that's the part where I think that people struggle the most with is that healing part, because people will say. Yeah, I forgive them or they're staying under the guise that they've forgiven this person or whatever. But you haven't dealt with whatever you got to deal with as far as healing. So then it's like anytime anything happens, here comes that same conversation. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. See, that's that's what happened last time. But that's when you did it. And it's like, wait, because you made the choice to stay and you said you forgive me. But we right back here on first base talking about whatever it was that we thought we was over or I thought we was over. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I would agree. I would also say that, you know, sometimes we as men, we don't address a lot of the stuff that we should, but that's a whole nother show. But um, yeah, just we as men sometimes try to put time limits, especially when, you know, if too many people get to know your business, then mm-hmm. you really put a time limit. But we sometimes put time limits on how long it takes to heal. Yeah. So like, you know, when you, if someone did cheat on their spouse, you can't expect that woman or that man to be over that in two weeks just because they said, you know, I'm working on it or I'm, I'm trying right. to get over it or whatever. Now, yeah. you got to actually give them time, just like if someone lost a loved one, you got to give them the time to go through the process. And mm-hmm. then they can make a rational decision on, OK, I feel this way or I don't, you know, or we got to take it this way because I can't get over this or whatever the case may be. Mm-hmm. But we sometimes like, well. All right, man. This happened three weeks ago, man. I'm I'm good, man. So I'm I'm over it. I'm through. And really, we don't. Sometimes as men, we never even processed it. We just was like, you know what? Whatever. Put it in the subconscious, lock it away, and we may not ever say it again. But that don't mean it's not back there. It's it's like it's back there. And when something happens, sometimes it's like kicking the door. Like say it. Just bring it back. Just remember. Let her let her know what happened. Let then you like you know you don't want that to be the case. Yeah, so I actually got a question based off of uh, what you said, and I guess this would probably be for y'all. Mm-hmm. Like, how does that, um, like how you said, sometimes y'all just don't deal with it. Like, it's pushed to the back somewhere. Like, going forward, and I know you say it, like, sometimes you just want to say, say it, like, get, you know, remind them that this, like, really going forward, like, how do you, how do you function after that? How do you function in a way that, is not, I guess, bringing harm to your relationship if that's how how some men do. Like, how do you, how how can you be healthy in your relationship if that's the stuff that's kind of back here that's not being dealt with? Well, no, because we as men have been programmed. That's this is the truth. We have been programmed to not show hurt, no matter how bad it hurts. Even as when you're young, uh, a lot of times. Uh, we are programmed to be, you know, strong and whatever. It's not like showing hurt and weakness. If you don't, if you can't get over some stuff, it's like, oh, like, like you said in earlier, it was simple. You weak. You you corny. You know, you like, what? Well, look at this. Do you you still stuck on that dude? And uh, the programming that we have, something will happen, and in our minds. If we want to keep dealing with that per- person or that situation, we like, okay, if we if we're gonna keep dealing with her, 
let's just drop. Let's let, we just gonna move forward. Mm-hmm. It's never like, oh man, I really need to process. I need to go through this. I need to work this out. It's like let's just move forward. Whatever, just don't do it again. And that's what makes to toxic people. One. I think that's why yeah. people are toxic because mm-hmm. it's stuff that's just. I mean, I agree. Pile, but that's just how men. No, I mean address it. Yeah, yeah. But also, that is a form yeah. of toxic behavior and i mean i i don't think especially the black culture but i think um anybody especially our younger generation nobody is teaching us how to unpack and how to deal and like you said y'all get talked about i think i just seen something where people pointed out all the the men um who got who became memes what will smith Tyrese, Kanye, yeah. you know, all those people who, you know, publicly they had stuff done to them. And so they showed some type of emotion and everybody talked about them, you know. So I, I, I just think we are doing a disservice with really learning how to unpack. Well, yeah, so I mean, we just remain toxic. But that's why I tell, I mean, like I tell young men now, like even the ones I talked to in a couple of well, the ones I was mentoring, it's okay to have feelings. Right. Like it is, it is perfectly normal to have emotions. A lot of times, I know when I was coming up, like I said, it was the whole, "Hey, real men don't cry. Real men don't cry." And uh, and as a kid, like I would be, I remember being in, like certain situations. Like I can think of when I hyperextended my knee, I'm like, I can't cry now. Inside, mm-hmm. I'm crying. Boop, man, I'm <laughs> crying, crying. <laughs> I was, I started, you know, uh pulling the grass up off the ground and just doing stupid stuff just because I didn't want my dudes to see me crying. But I, like I told my son when he had got hurt, I said, man, you can cry. You ain't got it. Right. I'm, I'm, I'm over that whole uh, situation. And, and because of that, I can say this, I've had major catastrophic deaths in my family and I can't even find tears to cry for them. So mm-hmm. it has actually, like she said, it's done a disservice to me. Cause like I didn't have my sisters and close family members, close friends, and I just be like, "All right, that's crazy." But yeah. ironically, a good movie, it'll they'll come out a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> but I I think that um like you said, I do I think every situation is unique in itself. Um because yes, I think that if you don't learn to express your emotions or unpack certain things, that can become toxic. Um, in different situations and stuff like that. Um, however, I think that because, like you said, of the programming and because of how we're raised and stuff like that, sometimes I think men are like, I'm not going to make a mountain out of a molehill. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And like, when that's your mindset, I think that sometimes it's less toxic. It's just a matter of, okay, that's not that big of a deal to me. You know what I'm saying? So if I push that back and I'm just like, man, okay, I ain't I ain't about to use the energy on that. When it's something that is affecting you health-wise or stress levels, things like that, or like you said, where you're just like, man, I can't express nothing. Then I think it's like, okay, that's bigger than you tried to make it out to be. That's when I think it becomes toxic. But I right. think as guys, we're we're taught and we learn, we're like, all right, man, I ain't about to make a big deal out of everything. You know what I'm saying? So some of the some of the stuff that people may feel like, well, you should have said something. Might be like, eh. so with with that thought process, 
do you feel like it's been processed and you good like or is yeah, it that, that's what I, that's that's what i'm saying like okay. it feel that's what i'm saying the stuff the stuff that you feel like isn't that big of a deal that's you how you get over it, you just I mean, it. The processing it is saying okay this ain't nothing i necessarily need to take to her and make a huge conversation or whatever the case when it's like, old, like, like older generation would say you know you got to pick your battles right right much what is it? you're just picking what you want to hold because some things it's just like like juice it just it ain't worth your energy it's like man all right that happened it's over let's move forward now like you said bigger issues you better talk now about you it. gotta you know yeah. you gotta have you gotta be able to open up and have a discussion because i mean let's be let's be realistic i mean if 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 Every time you left a swallow of juice in the in the container, I'm coming to you like, hey, <laughs> hey we, we, we need to sit down and talk about this. You're going to be like, you girl, if you don't leave me alone about this juice. See, that would be you. That wouldn't be me. Nah, I ain't leaving no juice. Though. No, no, no. To be the, the play the advocate. Now, sometimes also a reason a man or, or men don't do exactly what you just said because women will sometimes say that we're complaining and no men or not no men that I know want to be labeled as a complaining husband. Like you don't want your wife to feel like you always complaining. You don't, you just don't now. You be like, like, cause I know it's situation. I I mean, if you, if you took a room full of men, you ask them, is it stuff that your wife do that you know, you just really hate, but you don't say nothing. Everybody in that room gonna raise their hand because you don't want to be labeled as a complainer. Oh, right. girl, please, you know it. Don't even <laughs> read, read, read these. Um, well, on there for a while. Okay. okay, so Starlene says, if I feel offended or disrespect disrespected, it's hard for me to forget. I will say to people, it's cool, I can forgive you, but I don't trust you because you don't wish me well. Understandable. Okay. Lack of forgiveness can kill a marriage. Trust and loyalty gets um, put into question. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Did, would you? Did you have something to say, Mike? Well, I was just gonna. I don't even remember. Just go ahead. <laughs> sure. Yeah, I'm positive. Okay. <laughs> um, also, with men holding um, back feelings and emotion, it also allows us to see things in different perspectives. The more we sit back, think in silence, the better we know how to pr- approach a situation and how to forgive. Yeah, I actually agree with that. I would say that's pretty on point. Yeah, yeah that's a lot of times why we do shut down. Which yeah, because if you just say the first thing to come to your mind, a lot of times you might as well pack your bags anyway. <laughs> you might as well go ahead and go because it's going to be a long one. Lack of forgiveness can definitely destroy a marriage. However, the time isn't given to forgive depending on the situation. Everything grows around the situation and it's unhealthy. So that's actually um, leads me to let's have a little conversation around how can a lack of forgiveness impact your marriage? What you got for us? Oh, you asking me? Yes, you're first today. Oh, I got to go first? Yes, sir. That's a lot of pressure, man. These lights get hot. (laughs) <laughs> Anybody got something to drink? Like the first 48. When they get that Coke, you know they told. <laughs> <laughs> it's always a, a show or a movie reference. Oh, you? All right. So what's the question? How can the lack of forgiveness impact your marriage? Oh, I mean, it can it can make it over. It can make your marriage over. <laughs> um, over. Just, yeah. at, just because 
like like we talked about when we talked about trust like you're making a choice you know what i mean the minute you say i forgive you you're making a choice or when you say okay. can i stop you right there please sure okay so when you say you're making a choice I think that's the the key thing about forgiveness that people don't realize because so many people, how do you forgive? How do you do, do this? Just like you can tell somebody in that moment, yeah, I forgive you. That's exactly how you truly have to forgive somebody. That's right. literally the choice you have to make every single right. day when that yeah. bone of offense come knocking. Like you literally got to make the choice that no, I ain't picking it up. Mm -hmm. I'm actually, I forgive you and keep saying it. Right. So I'm sorry. Go ahead. That That's literally what, you know what I mean? Like, I don't like, that, that like you said when you make a choice to do anything you what what do you do you put forth the effort where you're like okay i'm making a choice to pursue this career or i'm making a choice to pursue this relationship then there's prerequisites to making that thing work so if you say i'm i'm i forgive you i'm making the choice to forgive you then guess what okay like you said that means you're making the choice to not throw this thing up in my face every time like okay if we need to continue to talk about it for now We'll talk about it, get everything out on the table. But if you're making, just like trust, if you're making that choice, then be all in. There's no halfway. You know what I mean? There's no lukewarm. There's no, oh, well, I made the choice on Wednesday, but then Thursday you were snoring. So I got mad and I ain't tell you about it, but now I'm going to throw everything up in your face. You know what I'm saying? So like, I, I really think that if your marriage is going to work, both people have to be involved in that choice so to speak because while you make the choice to forgive me i also have to make the choice to like do my part yeah yeah you know what i mean especially when we're talking about guys being being in the wrong because of that emotional being you know what i'm saying emotional situation that women i don't want to say yes. situation but yeah just <laughs> the emotions that women have you know what i'm saying mm -hmm. so you have to make that choice to do things on an emotional level to where it's like, okay, I'm I'm rebuilding. I'm building these bricks. I'm putting these bricks back up. You know what I mean? I'm rebuilding this thing. While she's like, you know what? Okay, I can see the effort. And I'm not, hey, duh, 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 or duh, 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 duh. Yeah, so, yeah, not holding on and nitpicking part. Yeah. Um, so um, when I think, it, like, I think it can impact your marriage. Um, I don't know. I think like, like I said, I think forgiveness is you just got to find forgiveness in your marriage regardless. Yeah. Like it don't have to be that big old stuff, but at some point forgiveness is going to come up in your marriage regardless of, of what it is. Wow. Um, but I remember when we went through uh, marriage counseling um, and pastor was like, uh, you got to make the decision on if this is this little thing worth fighting about basically. Yeah. Um, and I, I think that's the same that we got to think about when we talk about forgiveness. Like, is this big thing? Am I going to allow this big thing to ruin it? Or am I going to do the work to be able to um, get past this point and we still move forward and go on without pointing the finger every right. single time this thing comes up right. or and and not even that every time that light bulb every time the devil aggravates you and get to whispering mm -hmm. like what is your choice at that point like right. is at the end of the day it's all about the choices that that you choose to make um I, I this is so funny because I was actually asked a question about forgiveness um today um and um a young lady had inboxed me and you know she was asking because this lady had been you know sexually assaulted um at least i'm assuming let me not 
I, I'm assuming that part. Um, but in reference to the work that I do, put it that way. Mm-hmm. So she said, um, you know, some of the people that she's working with, you know, I always talk about God when I'm out sharing my story of domestic violence and stuff. God is a part of my story. Um, and so people, of course, always ask, well, how did you forgive? How did you do this? And so um, we right here. That's the next one. So um, I guess this the pastor told her, if you want God to forgive you, then you have to do the same. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, some people in that immediate state of trauma have a very, very hard time accepting that from the biblical standpoint that that's literally what it is. Um, and so I always tell people, I'm like, we we got to remember that it's a it's literally a simple choice. It's literally mm-hmm. like a simple choice to say, I forgive this person. And I'm not saying your words follow how your heart is feeling, but sometimes it just means I'm simply making the choice every single day to say, I forgive this person. Like, mm-hmm. you know, my relationship with God is so very important to me that even if I have to work at this thing, I'm willingly making the choice and making the effort that yeah. I'm picking up forgiveness. I told this one um, lady, I said, you know, I like coffee, but well, I actually like creamer more than I do coffee, but it's like, that's my, <laughs> I'm consciously choosing every single day to put more creamer than yes. coffee. And it's the same thing. Same. Like, yes. It's like the same thing. Like, you know, as much as I like that creamer and I try to find a, the best ones to drink, because it's really the creamer, not the coffee. That's how I, that's how I look at forgiveness. Like, Literally every single day when I go push that button on a Keurig and start preparing, that's how I have to think about forgiveness and some of the choices that I make every single day. Like I'm making the conscious effort to pour all this creamer in here. I am making the conscious effort to say, I forgive you every single day until it becomes a thing for me. So well, can I yes, ma'am. Can I add um to what you said? Um, of course, if I bring a scripture in um Colossians 3:13, it says, be even tempered, content with second place, quick to forgive an offense, forgive as quickly and completely <laughs> as the master forgave you. Yeah, it says forgive as quickly and completely as the master forgave you. And I think, and like you, it is definitely a choice, but um, to the, to the question of it affecting, you know, how it can impact your marriage though. I mean, it says you got to do it quickly and completely. Yeah. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. And I I think that's the part that um, especially like, okay, you know, we say we in the church, a lot of times when, when people have that question of forgiveness, that's the piece they can't accept. They can't accept the what God has said because I'm hurt. That right. natural side of me is hurt and offended that you had the audacity and the gall to do these mm. things to me. And I think it goes back to to you know what y'all was saying about I don't want nobody to look at me like I think your pride is attached to how you forgive somebody. Of course it is. Definitely. So, so let's see what it, Joy said. Why not say anything? Thing. If you don't share even the little stuff, then you suffer in silence and may end up blowing up at the wrong time, and it will make zero sense to your unsuspecting audience. That's yeah. But that, but that's what we're saying. We're saying like it's little, it's little stuff that isn't a big deal to us or to that person. So 
in a sense, like I wouldn't say that you're suffering in silence. You know what I'm saying? Because because you're like making that choice to be like, no big deal. Right. Now, if, if that stuff starts stacking up and you're I like, think that's her. I think that's her point. Is, oh, yeah. If it starts stacking up and you're like, snowballing. all right, well, it, yeah. it, 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 the first 42 times it happened, it was. All right, now, <laughs> 43, 44, and 45, <laughs> feeling some type of way. Then, yes, yeah, yeah we got to talk about so, it. So, you know, honestly, just exploring that, because, you know, I used to tell people all the time, literally, like, it takes, sometimes it takes years before I get mad about something. Like, literally, you can do the same thing to me for years, and I'll never get mad. And then it takes that just one random time that you did the same thing that you've done for the last five years, and it's just like, boom. And so, I but know. but I but I think when that happens, I think it's outside factors. I think it's I'm having a bad day. Yeah, I'm okay. a bad day at work. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah, the kids get nerves today. You know what I'm saying? Or hey, I had I had a confrontation at church or whatever the case. And then it's like, okay, they didn't did that same thing. You, hold on, man. And so you just choose to take. Yeah, it all and it's like that's you that. Take the bait. You yeah. take the bait. Yeah, take yeah. yeah, you like, hey, the day is the day. Enough is enough. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay, uh, for, forgiveness is a choice. Yeah, just like offense is a choice. Another thing about forgiveness, I was going to say, you know, sometimes in order to do the whole forgiveness thing, you have to verbally say it out loud. Yeah, you have to make it an actual action because, as we know, the mouth controls a lot of what we believe, see, do, and everything. You mean say, like, say, I you have to actually say, I forgive you, mm-hmm. and then sometimes you don't even have to say it to them, you just have to hear yourself saying it yep. so yep. that you can start believing what you're hearing yourself say. Because a lot of times you'd be like, Yeah, I forgive you, man, don't worry about it, but you're not actually saying it, you just you're saying it just because you want them to shut up or you want to yep. you want to go on about your business. But you got to actually have the, the time to say, you know, let me stop and really let you know, I forgive you. Even if they're not there as a if, if you're doing this practice to start the forgiving process, mm-hmm. I think the first thing that you should really do is really, you know, maybe in your prayer closet or wherever in your car, say, I forgive you. So and so, so and so, whoever, if it's your spouse, I forgive you. Cause you know, a lot of times we take those offenses, and like like uh, it was been stated here, you hold on to them and you be mad, and and you're like, I forgave you, man. I ain't even on that no more. And in the back of your head, yeah, you might have forgave them uh, uh, mentally, but in your heart, you might still be holding that. Right. So you got to actually make it an action word. You got to give it more power. I forgive you. It has to be. It has to be an action to doing mm-hmm. it. Uh, and I think that that's one of the most important parts of being able to forgive somebody. Yeah. I think in a, in a marriage, something, as you were saying that, it made me think about being an apologetic person too. Like when, um, I think there was a time where I was prideful in my life and I wouldn't necessarily. No, no, no. never. <laughs> and you know what I mean? If I did something wrong, I'm just like, all right, whatever, get over it or, you know, something, oh, yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah. But I have found myself um, being willing or eager to acknowledge I did something wrong, said something wrong or whatever, and it could have caused him to be offended. And I was, you know, apologize, you know, honey, I'm, I, I didn't mean that. Or, you know, I apologize. I shouldn't have said this or, you know, or whatever. And then I think that 
helps him. I hope it helps him to forgive me quicker and easier and better because yeah. I can acknowledge my wrong and right. I can, you know, I can apologize for it too. So there's a quick way for men to forgive women. And anyway, another show. <laughs> okay. So right, who's, who's um, quicker to forgive or apologize? That is not for part your, of the question. I know, but I, when she said that, it made me think of that. Cause you don't I mean, want to talk about that. I, 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 I'm the quickest. So I'm, you're I'm the quickest to do what? To forgive yeah, you. I'd pipe it, boss. I'd pipe it. <laughs> so, who you think the quickest? Between who? Me and you. <laughs> Me. You know you need to stop right this moment. <laughs> you said the quickest to forgive. No, I'm talking about forgive, apologize, the whole. No, night. oh, so hold on, it's all in a bundle. Yes. <laughs> like your insurance is all in a bundle, or can we separate them? No, sir. Because I think I'm quickest to forgive, but I think you're quicker to. I'm quicker to apologize. You know, only, right, stand on it, Jew. Stand on it. Only, only because I probably do more stuff to apologize for. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever, man. Whatever. Uh, okay, so Danielle said, what if your spouse continues to do that thing that offends you when you've expressed how it makes you feel or that it's a major problem? Y'all got some deep conversations to have. Well, that means that yeah, y'all got a bigger conversation than forgiveness. Yeah. Cause it goes beyond at that point i think it goes to that's disrespect okay yeah, yeah. i think it goes to respect yeah it goes to respect it's, it's especially if it's something that you've said time and time yeah yeah that's a respect thing at that point so yeah i mean i i have some opinions on that but I, that's another conversation for another day yeah is it possible to forgive and work on healing within a marriage or should the couple separate until the scars are healed oh, it's possible been there done it it depends on if both people are willing to try yeah, yeah. i don't i don't i don't think and I, I won't say that it's never the answer but i don't think that separating solves that solves the problem you know what I'm, like in, just in a sense you can create a bigger one Right, because in a sense of like, if we're separated, somebody probably going to do their own thing. Like, if we're being completely honest. Um, it depends if, on if you really said. No, I mean, I'm, but I, but I'm saying but like, if, relationship. Okay. Yeah, but if if we it, like if we're separated or you you're making the choice to be separated, one of them two people is making that choice based off of hurt. probably oh yeah being hurt, offended, and oh I can hurt go, people, hurt people. Yeah, I can go do what I want to do at this point. And then maybe down the line we come back together, but we haven't dealt with anything. So I would say if we stay together in that house, in that relationship and work on it, and then down the line, we're like, this just isn't working. Then you make whatever moves. But to initially separate, I think that's I think it's very rare that people separate and then end up back together. So I'm going to share a very transparent moment um, based off of that. Um, uh, years ago, when you know we when we hit that bump, um, we separated, and uh, I was done. Like I always tell people, I'm the one that has said I'm done. Jew, I don't think has ever said that, um, but I have been the one to say that. And um, I remember, like I I have always been that person that I need God to talk to me when there's major life decisions going on. Mm-hmm. And um, uh, Jew was at his mom's house and I was still at the house um, and I was praying 
And I heard God so clearly tell me to call him and he has to come home um, because we didn't need to be separated. And I was very offended. Now, I'm going to just be honest. I'm like, wait. Offended at the Lord? Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I don't understand right now. Um, but I was actually obedient. I was obedient and I made the call. Um, and I was just like, you know, we can't be separated right now. I was, I had an attitude when I said it. Um, but I heard God say that. So now I'm at a point where I think separation is good for a season, depending on what's going on. Um, but in the instance of what we were, we were dealing with, God clearly said no. Um, and, you know, we had to navigate those waters within the same house, having those conversations, being intentional, having those conversations for one. Um, and that was how restoration began to happen, but it did not happen by us being separated. And I had attitude. Because I don't, like I said, I don't think those conversations happen when you're separated. I, I think people are less likely to engage in those conversations. Like and a lot saying. of time they grow more resentment for the other person. Because yeah, it's, it's easier to be you like, room. Oh, you I'm just gave that. you just gave room for yes. an, I mean, obviously, yeah. I mean, all kind of biblical principles is coming through my head. But I'm like, you just gave you just gave room literally to come in in between you guys and i mean if the one if one person is not strong mentally okay so he whispering tempting you know all kind of different things where it's just like okay but at the end of the day you are stronger together you know communicating i'm sure when it get rough it, it's rough but you still fight through it you do the work you know what i mean like you you have to do the work what did he say you still gonna ask them if they want something to eat. <laughs> and they still gonna feed us. <laughs> say, yeah, give me some of them fries. Get your own fries. Okay, so April says, how do you learn to forgive your abusive ex and not bring the baggage into your new marriage? Um, Make the choice. I mean, you make the choice, but well, as far as part, I would say counseling or talking to somebody, um, like Randy said earlier, unpacking that, um, just making sure, just making sure that you deal with everything on your end. You know what I'm saying, so that you're not taking it to that relationship or that next marriage, and 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 holding that person accountable for what somebody else did. Yeah, I mean, we that that was us. Like you know, I was the one coming from an abusive marriage, um, and but I, I think. Uh, like me and you always talk about a lot of stuff that we talk about as far as our marriages is concerned, that comes back to your relationship with God. Like it, it's literally a relationship thing um, because had my relationship with God been where it should have been, then some of the things that I brought into our marriage, I never would have brought into our marriage. Like I didn't have no idea that I needed to heal from an abusive ex. Mm -hmm. Like that came as my relationship with God began to develop more and more. God began to show me those things that I needed to do that I needed to work on before my relationship with God. No, I'm good. Like, and I kept it moving and you, there, there was some detrimental, you know, aspects in our marriage that we, we had to face by, baggage that i brought you know i'm gonna say baggage he brought like you know but you know that's another story i came in empty-handed did you though <laughs> <laughs> so i mean i i think you know 
that that's gonna come april with your relationship uh with, with god like the deeper your relationship with god he'll begin to show you those things where forgiveness needs to take place um how to get rid of baggage mm -hmm. um a lot of that just comes with you know your relationship with god and really right. seeking god like i had to seek god about my emotions that i was hiding about all the stuff that i was packing down and not talking about i literally had to start seeking god like literally just about emotions um and he was able to help me through some of all that stuff to where i was able to pray for my ex-husband and and really you know want god to do something for him um but it, it came with a relationship with god um mm -hmm. and so i was able to navigate some of all that so let's see uh, when does repentance come into play? Every all day, day, all every day, day, every situation. It's always a good time to repent. Father, forgive oh. us, but we know not what you we do. You got sins of <laughs> omission and sins of commission, the ones you know and the ones you don't. Yep, that, I literally, when I pray, that's exactly what I say. Like, God, forgive me for what I do know and what I don't. Um, and then, you know, I also sometimes like, you know, if I've offended somebody and I have no idea, God, bring that thing right. to me so I'll know how to proceed. Um, you know, because one thing you don't like, I don't know, maybe I offended you and he's never said anything, but you can feel that something isn't right. God, you me what it is mm -hmm. so we can work on that thing. So that thing is not there anymore. Um, but like I always tell y'all, I pray quite it. Um, so, you know, so I can be in a space where God can show me, me, you know, at the end of the day, if God begins to show you, you, you know, it's less finger pointing uh, he did, or he did, or he did, you know, your, your concentration is God, how, how are you going to help me God? How can I be better? So, I think that's a big thing. Cause I think sometimes in talking about forgiveness, it's a lot of times, well, you did something to me, so I need to forgive you. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like it's it's a lot of times directed outwardly. Whereas if we're talking about repentance and we're talking about both people doing the work, sometimes we got to look internally and be like, well, what part did I play? Yeah. Or may I, what part could yeah, I have played? In, piece yeah, yeah, could I have played in what took place? And I'm not saying like you're controlling the other person's actions, but sometimes people do things because they are hurt or they are offended. You know what I mean? So it's like you said, like just making sure that, hey, show me me. Mm -hmm. Let me make sure. And am I going to be perfect? No. But let me make sure that I'm not being offensive as best I can. Or I'm communicating as best I can. Different things like that to make sure, hey, if we do have an issue, I want to make sure that this person can't look at me or doesn't look at me and say, Hey, it's because of all this different stuff you did to me and never once did you feel like or think you ever did anything wrong. You know what I'm saying? You walk around like, well, you did I this to me. That's good. Yeah. What I have learned um, to, to that point, um, being married, I feel like, again, I didn't have it together in my single self. Um, but being married, it was almost like, it made me and it makes me do a self-reflection yeah. all the time. And I've, I've told him before, like, thank you for loving me to better because yeah. I'm a mess. So now like if he says something because he see the at home me, he's, he deprived me, the, the me that nobody else sees. So sometimes, you know, he may say, 
you know, I did this or I said this and it's a reflection. So that's where that internal search come like, mm-hmm. OK, well, I need to pull it, you know, pull it together in this area. And that's where the that's where repentance comes to, because it's like holding up that mirror like, no, nah, but it's to make us better, you right. know, better people in general because now I can deal with other people better because of how I deal with my husband and my children behind doors now I can go out to the world and I'm like okay I didn't already sharpen my iron at home I didn't already got my life checked (laughs) so now you know I'm better so Mm -hmm. yeah Uh, so Joy said I think you also have to be quick to apologize and the expectation is that better is implemented swiftly and consistently Mm mm-hmm uh, Saida said, Warren is definitely the quicker one to apologize and forgive. <laughs> She's still a work. <laughs> yes, come on, bestie. <laughs> hey, the first step is acknowledging you. <laughs> so, uh, let's see. Uh, Miss is daily for reasons unknown and known. And known. We know we be wrong. Right. Repentance is never ending. Uh, let's see, Mark. Also, we got to have discernment. Some people forgive with motives, motives and vengeance, vengefulness. Yeah, that means they ain't forgive. Yeah, I was going to say, no, I don't think they, they, they can like say it, it you know, but whether it's truthfully a hard thing, that's the question. Yeah. Yeah, we got to make sure we're looking in the mirror in every situation. Even if we didn't necessarily cause the issue, it doesn't mean we were proactive in helping things get better or preventive measures. Yeah, definitely. So let me go back to some of our questions that I thought I was going to ask. <laughs> um, oh, okay. This, I found this quote when I was looking up stuff and it said, the fruit of abiding love is authentic forgiveness. Um, and I honestly really like, I had to sit and I had to think about that um, because when you truthfully, truthfully forgive somebody, it is really an act of love. Mm-hmm. Um, like that's really a, especially in marriage, I'm going to bring this back to marriage. Um, because that was the one thing that, that God told me, he, t- he literally told me, um, the, the act of forgiving is going to be his biggest act of love that he'll ever be, that he'll ever come in contact with, you know, from a, a natural standpoint anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I really, truly um, agree with that. Like, you know, when, when you, tr- when you truly can say you love somebody um, and when you think about it, that's how God is like, God truthfully says any given time, how much he loves us. And he also always forgives us for the little stuff that we do, like even the big stuff that we do. So how can we as his children be any different um, when it comes to truthfully loving somebody and truthfully forgiving them? You know, we got the perfect example. And that's like, it's, it's interesting that you said that, like, but I think it's it's a big thing that you said, like every little thing. You know what I'm saying? Because like when you say, when people say forgiveness, a lot of times people make the assumption that you're just talking about some big huge thing right, where it's yeah. like it'd be the little stuff. Yeah, it'd be it'd be the little stuff. It'd, it'd be, be stuff, it'd be yeah. oh hey. now we can talk about the fox of destroying the vine maybe <laughs> mm-hmm. okay go ahead sure G but I mean like you said it'd be that little stuff because like Joy said earlier that little stuff becomes bigger stuff you know what I'm saying when you don't forgive and that's why that's why when we were talking about how guys kind of process stuff 
that's part of in our minds that's part of that forgiveness where it's like you know what i'm saying like i ain't using energy to we gonna go through enough stuff where that ain't worth the energy to not forgive or to you know i mean be holding a grudge or like act like that's something huge so i think that's real important for people to understand like those little and if you can't get by those little things like you have to do a lot a lot you already got to do a lot of talking but you got to do a lot more talking you did yeah you you did but if you can't get by those little things and forget for the little stuff the little nuisance type stuff you know what i'm saying like if you can't do that then you definitely got y'all should be having conversations all day (laughs) situation yeah right Uh, so how you quickly forgive something a couple should discuss at the beginning of a relationship no there's no time frame to that you understand yeah so she's saying like before we get married should we discuss hey if we forgive each other that's gonna take three hours (laughs) oh yeah i think a lot of times people equate it to that uh scripture uh don't let the sun go down yeah mm-hmm. uh, as we love the scripture that, that one don't always apply to everybody and sometimes the sun has went down many a night and you woke up and it rose and you were still mad i'll be for i remember that scripture yeah. all the time but man when you yeah, mad it's always applicable because we're natural hey, sometimes oh. it lingers I literally understand why that's the thing because I go to bed and you look like you and I'm mad at you but by the time I wake up you look like a totally different person and I'm just like who are you and then I'm just I'm still mad because all night long the devil been whispering in my ear telling me all this stuff just putting more salt on it like oh remember he did that that. we could have dealt with that before you went to sleep he did not say that. <laughs> hey, I get what you're saying, though. I know you get what he's saying. <laughs> Terrible, man. Some, some, some forgiveness, you know. But is, I think the reason why you, why you can't discuss that beforehand or, you know, beforehand is because, I mean, in life, we get hit with so many different things. Like the, the level of offenses be off the chain. Some stuff is... Oh, sorry. Do you want to make some more noise? You open that <laughs> chunky. <laughs> I mean, I just feel like um, you never know what's mm-hmm. gonna come your way. Yeah. So I can, I can, in the beginning of the relationship, how some of us do, we put on this front because we've never experienced it before. So we like, oh yeah, I can handle that. Hit me with your right. best shot. But then right. it happened, and you like drowning. Oh. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know how to handle a blended family like I thought I did. I don't know how to handle, you know, um, your sarcastic mouth like I thought. You know what I'm saying? It's all these different things. Like, it's level to, <laughs> it's levels to it. So you kind of just, it's like a, a faith walk. I, I think our marriage is a faith walk. Like, we we are following the cloud and the fire mm-hmm. every day. And we make that choice, like, all right, no matter what come our way, we going we in it. You stuck with me now. If you try to go, no, that's fair. <laughs> hey, that's true, though, man. You really, you like, well, I mean, you, you have always had that mindset. 
Um, I have been that one be like, I'm done. I can't. I don't want to anymore. Um, I, I have. I mean, I've been very honest about that. Um, I have taken on, you know, a new thought process that that is not my conversation anymore. Um, and I used to always say it like divorce is just simply not an option. Um, but then when you mad, it become an option, huh? Yeah. yeah that'd be your first option. Yeah, that'd be the first thing you think of. Um, but I think the longer we have stayed married, um, and I'm going to say again, the more my relationship with God deepens, um, God allows me to see our marriage in a totally different, a totally different way mm -hmm. when it comes to forgiveness, when it comes to having those hard conversations and all of those type of things, I see it differently just because of my relationship with God. And I, and I think a lot of times, you know, we'll get married, you know, especially when you think about saved people, people always talk about, oh, you just, you got to hurry up and get married because you don't want to burn in your flesh and all this type of stuff. Um, but that's only one piece of your marriage. Like that's literally one piece. Yes, it's a very important piece, but it's literally only one piece. And if that's why you're getting married, you're going to have a very hard time navigating marriage, not to mention if you blend in a family too, like, listen, we got to have that conversation because that's a, a whole different, you know, ball game when we talk about marriage, when you're blending your, your family with, you know, how I was raised versus how he was raised versus my kids versus his kids and how we blend all that type of stuff together. Um, it takes God. It literally takes God and a lot of forgiveness. God. <laughs> like that. I'm just saying. Well, for sure. Yes, I want to go back to our questions. So this is my scripture I found. Um, love prospers when a fault is forgiven, but dwelling on it separates close friends. Um, and so for the sake of the conversation, it separates spouses. Um if we're not forgiven. And I, I think that's how it impacts your marriage and mm -hmm. forgiveness impacts is it is a, a divide, right? Um, there is no communication. There is no, you know, nothing really depending on what the situation is. Um, you know, it, it creates a, a, a separation if we're not forgiving um, our, our husband or our wife. Mm -hmm. um, and so I think that's the biggest way it, it impacts. Um, and, you know, we all know marriage is ministry. Um, and so if that ministry isn't taken forward again, there's that separation because there's unforgiveness in, in the midst. Um, and so it has to it has to be dealt with to have a successful marriage. Um, you can't be successful in marriage if you hold on to unforgiveness. Right. So um, and you sleeping on the couch and you sleeping on the couch. I ain't sleeping on the couch. I did that once. <laughs> See that I don't sleep here. on the couch on purpose. I don't care how mad we get. <laughs> I, I sleep on the top cover. <laughs> <laughs> Been there, oh, man. Okay. Hey, what, hey, what Martin do? Cut the cut the cover in half. <laughs> That's right. You give it the slice, but I ain't no. I ain't sleeping on the couch on purpose. Head to the border. <laughs> everything is a, a movie or TV quote. This is this is where we're at. Hey, he was so bad. Bad. the man thing though. Everything can be related to a movie. I do the same thing. Head to the border. But at least you get here. Randy never know any other movies. Like she'd be like, What? Oh I don't get it. What? Not you good. forces me to Not watch good. this stuff in the middle of the night. Like good job. Good job. He got me watching girl. I'll wake up to somebody. 
getting their head blown off or somebody talking in King Joss. What's that throne? King of Thrones. Game of Thrones. Game of Thrones. All kind of stuff. I'm like, what? Oh, Having all kind of crazy dreams. Yep, that's Julius Payne. Uh, uh, so hey, Joyce, the good, plan good, don't good, work. Metaphor. And that is very, very true. Um, we don't have that conversation because, you know, we actually got a lot of blended families in our church. We, we can't have them all on the show at once, though. But I mean, <laughs> We have a few. Okay, so um, this is, as we kind of, I mean, me and you be trying to be done at 10, but, you know, this wasn't a conversation that we could be done at 10. Nah, that's why I ain't say nothing, dude. I see you. I he, didn't, he, didn't, he didn't give me the pinches that he be giving me thing. talking about. No, are you itching? Yes. Really bad. Yeah, I'm not sure why. I didn't do it. <laughs> Me either. Mm. So on our last show, um, you say it because you, you so know. so on the last show we talked about trust, and one of the people that tuned into the show was like, he doesn't think that you ever can rebuild trust or get trust back. You just take the relationship in a different direction. So to me, that also means like you never, you know what I mean, can forgive basically yes, it's just yeah. you take the relationship in a different direction um and we just put a put it in a box and lock it and yeah like what are you what do you what do y'all think about that well i think in a in a sense <clears throat> in a sense i think it's true i don't know about the necessarily a different direction i don't think I you think... take it in a different direction i think you take it to a different level because whatever happened here if you learn from it or you grow from like you learn from it or you grow from it or you do something like something happens here yeah. so when you do forgive you're now here you get what i'm saying i so, mean to go back to that scripture she just read about you know how uh and the forgiveness can bring you together, but if not, it, it'll separate close friends. I think it, it I think to go to I, I took I mean I'm, I was processing that whole statement because you're saying go in a different direction. I mean, if you forgive somebody, I think that's a part of forgiveness, is like almost to you stay in the same progress, but I think you just eliminate that part of it. Mm -hmm. I don't think I don't necessarily think it's a different direction though. Yeah, maybe it's just the the choice of wording. Because if saying yeah. we going in a different direction, uh, almost mm -hmm. go to the point that somebody said, "I'm gonna forgive you, but I ain't gonna forget," yeah. or "I'm gonna forgive you, but I'm gonna bring it back up." Like that's mm -hmm. going in a different direction. Like, okay, we were heading towards success here, but since you mm -hmm. did some shady stuff, and now I gotta now go we through forgiving, we are gonna go here. Yeah, no. You get what I'm saying? So that's why yeah. like, I don't I don't necessarily I wouldn't say. Um, well, I will say there is a true thing of forgiveness, you know, um, because that's just that's just what we do. I mean, if that's the case, our whole existence will be trash because we we live off of forgiveness yeah. um, and we grow and we develop, we mature. Um, so to say we're going in a different direction, no, but to say we're going to a different level. Yes. You just got to level it up. You got to push it. You got to push the envelope forward and keep going. If you were going, like I said, if you were going on that track, I don't think you need to derail it. I think you just need to continue in it and just build on it. Mm -hmm. Gotcha. Yeah. yeah. Um, I, but even to, to him saying that, um, I think pride is a, probably a, a big hindrance 
a lot of times when we do talk about uh, forgiveness, um, is if my pride has been affected. Oh yeah, here we go. That's yeah. it. That's a different conversation when when my, my pride is attached to it. It is, and I mean, mo- I mean, when we're talking about bigger things, so to speak, then a lot of times, or even like offense, a lot of times it is a pride thing. You know what I mean? Like you was disrespectful, or yeah, you know what I mean? Like I mean, it's it's a, your pride hurt if 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 you a guy and your girl cheat on you. You probably heard if you a woman. I, I I get it, but I'm all I can only speak as a guy. But you know what I mean, like so. Yeah, it's a pride thing. And then I think I mean because like being being somebody who plays sports, like guys find uh, motivation in different things. You know what I mean? So like holding a grudge is how sometimes a guy will find motivation. You know what I mean? So like yeah, so like okay. You ain't picked me up the last time we went to the park. <laughs> you, I mean, I'm just just hypothetically speaking because I'm getting picked. But anyway, <laughs> <laughs> pride. No, just playing. Right. No, I'm just, I'm just saying. But like, for instance, like that is that is corny. But like the next time you go to the park or you play, you like, oh, I'm about to go at him. You know what I'm saying? So like, guys, guys hold those kind of grudges and like. You don't, you can't, sometimes you can't necessarily turn it off simply because, oh, we're in a relationship. So, like, if you a person that holds a grudge or, like, athletically you hold it, like, in your relationship, you probably, like, yeah, like, I'm hold this grudge. And it's like, so, yeah, it's hard for me to forgive or, like, hey, we got to do something different because this ain't, you know what I mean? This ain't going to work. That's it. That's so much energy. It is. It's like well, who grudge is only affecting you, though. It's not yeah, who, who thinks like that when they're holding a grudge, though. Ask I, I, mean, I agree. It takes it takes it takes take, take a, a Let's moment. do a poll. We're gonna do a Facebook <laughs> poll. When you holding your grudge, do you really think about the energy that it takes to hold your grudge? But it he, takes conversations like these for me to say that's just too much. Yeah. That's a lot of but that's what mental but what we energy. say earlier, Mike. That's why some guys are like. That ain't that big a deal because yeah, I don't have the energy wrong. to worry about that because I know something else is going to come about that's going to actually take some energy. Yes. All right. So we got these last two comments. You can't uh, compartmentalize forgiveness. I think it will definitely come back up at some point. I highly agree with that. Maybe it goes in a more enlightened or educated direction with an understanding of being intentional about applying what was needed to continue growing together. I can see that. Way too much energy, Saida. So um, I'm not going to read any more comments because that will just prolong uh, the show. <laughs> and, uh, so, um, but um, what are y'all's final thoughts as far as forgiveness in marriage? Woo! <laughs> well, I'll say this. Forgive Forgive, forgive. And often, <laughs> and often, oftentimes when you forgive, yeah. make sure you rekindle the flames. That's that a good point. Going. You know, don't just forgive and that's act like really y'all are strangers now because you forgave them. You know, mm-hmm. do something that's going to make y'all come together and, and really have to embrace that forgiveness. Yeah. Because Michael knows how to treat you like a coworker. <laughs> 
That really is a good point, though. Yo, uh, a co-worker? I don't think people think about it from that standpoint. Can I uh, use your stapler? <laughs> <laughs> like, we still got to rekindle after yeah. the forgiveness. Uh, you know, um, yeah, I like that. That's a good point, Mike. Yeah. Very That's good. a very good point. Um, and then, I mean, I would just say, um, I mean, at the end, at the end of the day, you got married to 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 be together and you are together in hopes forever so you have to be committed to do the work like um we we went to a a marriage conference um and they said they don't want people to be are we just married they want them to be just married and i think you sometimes throw a lot of things just on the back burner because you're comfortable and when you get comfortable, you can forget about forgiveness and you can get complacent in a very bad place. Um, so, I mean, I think it's something just like you make that commitment for better, or for worse, sickness and health, all that stuff. You have to add in to forgive and to forgive and to forgive. Yes, I agree. Mm -hmm. I, agree. I got nothing. And you gotta look at forgiveness as like protein to the relationship. Like it's gonna make you stronger. Yeah, it's not a bad thing. I think people hear the word forgiveness is like, oh, like yeah. it's just something I, dreadful. I like, treat me like a sucker. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's literally what people be thinking. Yeah. I mean, in different ways, but chop them off, heathen. That yeah. Um, but yes. Um, so um, you you gotta forgive. <laughs> Uh, at the end of the day, um, you you got to forgive. And if you're not willing to forgive your spouse for, you know, stuff that they do know and stuff that they don't know, like you really got to, you know, really sit and evaluate why you're married, um, especially when you think about for better or for worse and sickness and health and forever. Like you really got to got to think about like, why? Why am I married if if I can't get past this thing, if I don't want to forgive them for this thing, like, can you really say you in a marriage? But that's the big thing. You say, I don't want to. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I don't want to. Because, again, it's a choice. Yeah. I don't want to do that. If you don't want to do that and you don't want to make that choice, it never happened. Well, never. then, if you say, I don't want to, you made it personal. And when you yeah. marry, it's a us thing. It's a we. We, we are doing it. So, like I said, and like I said from the beginning, forgiveness, it takes a lot of humility, too. So, mm -hmm. woman pride and man pride, it, you know, it can keep us in a very bad place. But when you get that understanding, like, I need this forgiveness to make my marriage go around, mm -hmm. then I think you can be in a very good place. Yeah. For sure. yeah, definitely, definitely. No matter how long you've been married, no matter how short you've been married, it's definitely something that you have to um, grasp quick. Yeah, for sure, definitely, for sure. You still got nothing? Hey, um, yeah, just forgiveness is a choice. You making the choice? There's stuff that come along with it. Yes. Remember the coffee creamer. You're choosing every single day. To get that nice, good coffee cream. Mm -hmm. the coffee Girl, I'm going to do it tomorrow. Oh, my goodness. All right, we appreciate the moles for coming on. Thank you guys so much. You're going to cut me off like yeah, that? Yeah, y'all about to talk about coffee cream. I, it's, it's like neck and neck with how I explain forgiveness to people. Are you going to have some coffee with your creamer? No, I, it's no, basically it's a choice. I'm basically saying forgiveness is a choice. It is. Just like you choose that amazing coffee creamer.
What is amazing coffee creamer? Oh, now I'm interested. What is this amazing coffee? You don't even drink it. Creamer? Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Think about it. We are off track. We are off track. Look at this one. Look at this one. Yes, I choose peppermint mocha creamer on tomorrow. Ooh. Look at this. Mm. Peppermint. Look at the title started. And that's my homie. Rice oh, that's amazing. Why don't we just make rice krispies? No, in a coffee. Hey, I'm with you there. Just make the rice krispies. Rice See, krispies. You do make some good rice krispies. Uh, yeah, that's true. Just make the rice krispies. I'm gonna make some rice krispies. That'd be great. We appreciate y'all. We really yes. do. Great yes. conversation, man. Greatly a lot of wisdom. Um, so yes, I will be reaching out again when um, I put together this uh, the real, the raw blended family conversation. Um, Forty families on it. It ain't gonna be that many. It's it very be no, meeting. because I'm I'm very intentional about asking people. Oh, like, they gotta I be know. in good space to have those type oh, of conversations. I know Brady so, bunch screens. Just <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> I think I can get up to like ten people on. Yeah, on the I'm folks. just saying it won't be that many. But yeah, anyway. So again, everybody, thank y'all for joining us tonight. Um, if you need to go back and get some of these wisdom nuggets that was dropped tonight, please do that. Um, I do. I have no idea if we're going to be back next week because I'm really throwing. We're doing bi-weekly. We're doing yeah, bi-weekly. Bi -weekly. It probably you know fit. We a do bi-weekly. Yeah. So in two weeks, we will be back with another episode of Pain Reality. Um, talking about something good. You know, God did bless us with wisdom in this marriage. And so we're going to find something else in our brains. These are random conversations that me and you have. We sit around and we talk about this stuff. And we just go live for y'all so y'all can experience the randomness that we, we talk about. So until two weeks from now, I was going to say next time, but it just don't seem like it sound right. So I, I need to specify. It is next then time. Then with that Mr. Rogers ending. Go ahead. Until next, next <laughs> until, until next time. Until next time. We will see you guys. Have a peaceful, blessed night. You be my neighbor. Um, and as Jew always say, because, you know, he watching the game, too, at the moment. Uh, if y'all have topics, oh, y'all want to from the pain reality um, view. Carolina, like, Indiana. Oh, okay. College. College. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my bad. I'm sorry. If you have topics, if you have topics you want to discuss, um, <laughs> hit our inbox. Don't DM her. DM me. Don't be DMing her, fellas. You a lady and you got a topic. You know you what? Okay, y'all have a good, amazing night. Uh, we will see you next time. Hey, I'm just joking. Y'all peace you, out. Were you joking? Yeah, I was. Okay, y'all peace out. Have I was a good jokingly night. serious.